Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Hello and welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm your host, Brian Kelly, along with Carl Malson, founder and director of the Get Wisdom Project. Uh, another interesting topic up on, the, on for discussion, Carl, meditation. It's a common practice, certainly known world over, very concentrated in the East, but uh, has made huge inroads in the West in the last few decades. Yes, well, I was just thinking, listening to our lead-in about what would God say to today's troubled world, and I think in a nutshell it would be, wake up. Get with it because you're being fooled, you're being duped, you're being suppressed, you're being manipulated, you're being misled all day long in multiple ways by multiple people around you and the institutions. So there we are. It's not a happy message to convey. Wow. I, I cre- <laughs> creator's not happy about it either. So. <laughs> I think this is going to be news to a lot of people. So, Well, people think of meditation as a tool for self-improvement, which it very much can be. But it can also be something that actually ends up being make work for no really valuable uh, gains and also a danger. So we're going to lay that out for you today. All right, let's get on with it. Carl, you asked creator, in what ways can people use meditation in concert with the divine realm for their betterment. All right, and these are the words from Creator that I channeled in response to that question. As we have discussed with you many times, there are many lost opportunities to use meditation productively. When done in a vacuum, nothing new can come in. You do have access to your own creativity as always, but when one is out of ideas and needs information from elsewhere, That is where the intuitive reach comes in. You can go out intuitively through extending the mind to seek knowledge and information by tuning into something of particular interest. The subconscious may well go to the collective unconscious to look for possibilities, and it is used to doing so on an ongoing basis to check the current ongoing flow and flux of the human enterprise to see what is happening, and also to reference individual issues and struggle against what is known by the collective humanity, and will bring back fresh insights and parallel experiences to use as a further understanding of what the being is facing. There are higher sources of wisdom one can tap into, but this must be requested. You can ask the higher self directly, And then the higher self is free to use its resources in reaching further to creator or other light beings for insight to pass along. And you can also always ask creator directly about things you are seeking information and guidance. You can also query knowledgeable light beings about particular matters and they are happy to assist when they are approached in this way. It is a divine undertaking to help one another and always is a blessing for both parties. Helping and receiving help are both manifestations of love in some form, and that is divine. It raises up all involved. When you meditate and do so with a purpose, 
other than simply sitting quietly and tuning out the world as a stress reduction endeavor, you can ask Creator directly for information and guidance to see new insights and divine perspectives about all manner of topics. There are no limitations other than your imagination and your ability to hear our answers. Most commonly, this comes in quite indirectly as an inner thought or hunch of some kind. When you reach out to Source Creator, in most cases, you will receive information and guidance indirectly, and this will come as an inner knowing, a sudden realization, or a new thought, seeing the problem in a new way, and will seem like finally getting a breakthrough and having a focus on the problem in a new fashion. This will seem like your own thoughts and not something from the outside. This is how we operate normally, without pronouncements, without fanfare, and without announcing our presence even in your thoughts. This is highest and best because it keeps you in the driver's seat, taking responsibility and owning responsibility for everything you hear and feel that may come from us. But you must implement yourself and practice in your life to implement the recommendation or suggestion Things must always be your choice to select or reject, and if we announce them from on high, it becomes too much a controlling influence rather than an offering to be embraced or not without prejudice, without any implied pressure from us or from you yourself. When you partner with us in all you do, we will be more available, more accessible, and more active in helping you in such exercises as meditation because you have asked for this involvement. We can bring all kinds of inner awareness and inspiration to bear on any issue and you will benefit greatly from approaching things in this way rather than choosing to be entirely on your own. And then you are limited by your own knowledge base. There is some extrapolation you can do with your inner creativity But it will stretch only so far because all existing knowledge comes from things you have been exposed to. It is very difficult to build a creation on top of a creation. You can stretch beyond the border in a limited way in thinking about new possibilities. But to go beyond to a further quantum leap is exceedingly rare without divine help. We, too, must limit what we offer to you in being only a further logical extension of your existing awareness and expectation of something needed to fill a gap that you yourself identify. We cannot come in unilaterally and point out hidden flaws or gaps in your knowledge and awareness you have not perceived. That would be leading you. This is why an exploration, as can be done through meditation, is so very valuable because it can bring together you and I in partnership to set about working in tandem on an issue or problem to be solved or better understood. And together, we can use your existing knowledge and awareness as a springboard and carry the discussion significantly further for your greater betterment. Wow, you know, I'm just not aware of any material out there that really combines meditation that people really understand is more of an Eastern kind of discipline with 
a consciousness of the divine. I mean, this is new for me, and I've been studying this stuff for decades. Well, and that actually is the reason that it's been promoted as a self-process only. It is a disinformation. It is a manipulation to keep people floundering, being on their own. You know, the whole idea in many of the Eastern disciplines to detach from the material and enter into a sort of state of disconnection as though that's an exalted thing is also disinformation. Unfortunately, it's it's a twisting of the teachings of the Buddha from long ago. And the reality is we are an extension of God. And if we ignore the Almighty in everything we do, we're going to be on our own. So if you want to get something more, get something better, if you invite the Almighty to join up with you and use meditation as a way to commune and ponder an issue or problem and desire to think creatively about it, you'll find there'll be a new flow of ideas that start to bubble up. And that is the divine coming through in response to your request. Try it. Work at it. Give it a chance. It might not be robust at first because of lack of belief. That's a hurdle here. You know, admittedly, this isn't like falling off a log. You have to believe in order for this to work because you have such free will that you can say no to God. And most people have. They've turned away. They've lost their belief or it's diminished to such a point that the Almighty cannot show up. Right. It has to stand aside much of the time. Indeed. So this is a reworking of your focus and intention to include the divine as a source of inspiration. And that's when things can happen. Well, it's, it's certainly a, a new insight for a lot of people, a very powerful one. Thank you for bringing that forward, Carl. Um, you asked Creator, given the cautions around meditation, I am confused as to whether I should continue this practice and whether there is a beneficial form of meditation which could consist with developing intuitive ability to connect with the divine, or are there better or faster ways to achieve this? Okay, and this was a viewer at our website who asked this question, and this is what Creator says, almost any intention to do an outreach intuitively will find its target because the divine always knows what you are thinking. The problem is on the other end of the conversation. You do not need anything fancy to be heard. If a ritual process increases your belief that something will happen, it can make a difference. But that is all it accomplishes. It is not magic. It is not something beyond the self that it signals. It is only you and your psychology that is potentially influenced. The truth of things is that creator is within you at all times. And the divine realm is always at hand and attuned to you. Your intuitive gateway, as is true for all humans, has been tampered with and is faulty to a significant degree. That is the basic dilemma here. We are working on all human beings to do correction of this, but it is a time-consuming proposition. In the meantime, if you want to communicate your thoughts, your desires and requests for divine assistance, you can do so at any time without limit 
you will always be heard. Your prayerful requests will be acted on to the extent allowable, and you will receive many blessings. The best way to enhance your intuitive reach is to request assistance for this by your higher self and creator both. This allows healing work to be done in the areas permissible under the rules of engagement, to not abrogate your free will, to be under restriction. If you believe this is carved in stone, it will be and will prove to be unchangeable. You must have belief in us and belief in yourself and the possibility that you can open up your reach and be rewarded. Deep inner blocks require deep inner healing. So repeated requests for healing help are a necessary component in doing personal development for better intuitive awareness. Simply meditating will do little of benefit. The key is what you request directly of the divine realm and its representatives in a direct statement of intention with an open, allowing, inner balance and calm. Wow, there's just such an emphasis on belief uh, in this particular channeling and how important it is to um, that that belief is responsible for blockages, for difficulties you're going to have, and that you have to, you know, overcome these beliefs in order to not only have effective meditation, but really to reach the divine and ask effectively for help. Well, there are many ways to cultivate and build belief, and we have a lot of information to get wisdom about this because it's the, the number one quandary facing the world. If everyone believes sufficiently, everyone asks for the world to be raised up and all the perpetrators to receive divine healing, the world would shift. It would change immediately, and we would be humming. We would be in a much, much better world. But people aren't doing that, and people are in charge, sadly enough. This is the, <laughs> this is the ongoing experiment. What will happen when you let the kids loose, not only on the playground, but running the school and deciding the curriculum and everything else? So we have to grow up. We have to truly appreciate what we've been given and make something of it. Indeed. Carl, you asked creator, would a half hour every day doing a lightworker healing protocol session be better than the same time spent in traditional meditation with similar or better results for the practitioner? And uh, I'd like to just point out here real quick that the, the lightworker, pro, uh, lightworker healing protocol session is going to be a half hour or more. So it's not just a quick 30-second prayer. Go ahead, Carl. All right. And this is what Creator says. A lightworker healing protocol session of any kind delivered by a practitioner solely for another target than themselves would help them as well simply by being in the healing path. There are adjustments made to anyone taking part in a healing circle. So there would be benefits to the practitioner that would happen automatically from engaging in service to others as an active energetic process. In addition, there would be karmic benefits as well from the act of kindness returning to them amplified in the future. As written, the protocol, of course, includes each and every time the request to have the protocol applied to oneself or one's own home, for example. And in this way, the benefits will be much greater for the practitioner each and every time the protocol is used to help another. 
This is a fine application and perfectly appropriate under the circumstances. Why should the healer not benefit as well when the divine team is on hand to be of service and the healer may well have needs of many sorts? It becomes then a wasted opportunity to not help oneself while doing an outreach to help others. The act of meditation is largely an empty exercise done on its own. It is like having a quiet point where one is isolated from the rest of the world, so no bad can happen. And by quieting the mind or giving it something to focus on, like a mantra, will prevent negative self-talk for a time as well. So this spares the self from outside and internal negativity. But while this is a benefit, it is a minor one. The impact will be modest at best because the divine realm is not participating. And the only energy available is that of the person meditating. Even that will be unavailable unless the person has a conscious desire for something to happen on their behalf, in which case they can apply their own healing. But in its absence, the session will be only a quiet time with no significant benefits beyond avoiding negativity for a short while. As we've commented before, it's very much like picking up a phone to have a conversation, but then not dialing a number and simply sitting and listening. Very little will happen in such an activity of any real importance. Bringing in the divine realm with requests for something to benefit the self or another will bring blessings. And that is a much more productive use of time and energy. Indeed. You know, the light word healing protocol is really a long prayer. And I find myself when I practice it that it is so much more effective for engaging in basically a half hour meditation than repeating a mantra over and over again, which I have tried in the distant past. Well, and you can also include your issues, whatever they might be. It might be discovering a cure for cancer. It might be helping your uncle with his alcohol problem or one of your children with their school difficulties. Include that as an issue, and it will get healing attention. So, you know, talk about profound. There's so much potential. And, of course, this sounds like prayer because it is. It is reaching out to the divine with a specific agenda but in a really highly informed and detailed way. And that's what's been missing down through the ages. The vague requests for help get vague replies. That's the way it works. We need to grow and learn and apply that hard-won growth and learning to doing things with greater precision, with a better informed basis of knowledgeability and wanting a betterment with some insight about what might be needed and well, how the divine realm goes about things. That's what the protocol provides. Well, we're up against a break. On prayer, be sure to check out our prayer book at getwisdom.com prayer. And we'll be right back with more meditation talk right after this. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. 
We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. Carl and I are meditating on meditation in this episode. What gets in the way of meditation? We're going to explore that now. Carl, you asked creator, have some practices that could be beneficial, such as meditation, been deliberately made difficult through DNA or mind control manipulation? to cause humanity to feel that they cannot be successful in applying these methods. Okay, here we go. These are creator's words. There is tremendous disinformation about all things metaphysical. This is deliberate. You are being denied the deepest of truths in service to the cabal. They wish you to think all you need to do is close your eyes and relax and say a mantra over and over and over and over and over. And then something useful will emerge from this. To deny thought has value. To only focus on a positive outcome to the elimination of any other thought or consideration. If you think more deeply about this, where will come the answer to problems if your only focus is on a healthy, happy, functioning body and life? How will you get from here to there? If you believe in magic and magic is real, it can happen. We are here to tell you there is no magic per se. There is only the laws of the universe. And in a physical realm, there needs to be physical engagement and physical manipulation in order for those things to come into being that are the most possible. Through application of consciousness, the entire world can change. But no living human has the level of power within their consciousness as a human expression to transform the world instantaneously. That cannot exist within the human form. It is too imperfect a vessel. So the metaphysical approaches are all sound and have value up to a point. There is a benefit in relaxation to shut out the mind chatter in the causes of stress and to enjoy the benefits of relaxation, to have a hormonal reset, to bring the body back into a state of calm and a peacefulness that is health promoting. There are benefits to this, but to get serious answers to serious problems will require divine inspiration and an engagement with the collective unconscious as well, and a connection with higher guidance at multiple levels. Those light beings assigned to you to shepherd you along, to keep you protected, and to provide healing and a gateway to all that is in the form of the higher self. All play a role in bringing information and knowledge forth. If you meditate but do not talk to creator, you are sitting in a void. And I would pose the question, what value comes from sitting in a void? 
Will the answer to your prayers come from sitting in a void? Will the next solution to a human dilemma come from sitting in a void? Or will it come from having a dialogue with a higher source of knowledge and wisdom? So you do reach out instinctively to the collective unconscious. You reach out instinctively to your guidance because you have been designed to do so. The interlopers have corrupted these gateways. They have restricted your reach to higher self, to the divine levels beyond. They have restricted your reach to the deepest levels of your mind, wherein the deeper awareness of your history and its heritage reside. And that part of the mind is always in turmoil because it sees all the carnage you yourselves consciously are unaware of. You think your life has started fresh and you came in as a shiny new soul and your learning is what you recall. This is not the case. You have learned many, many lessons and you have learned many, many corrupt messages and drawn many, many false conclusions from the pain and suffering to which you've been subjected. You have been trained to blame other humans, but never to see you were drawn into the folly of war by an outside controller setting up conditions for war and leading you like sheep to sign on in service to the flag and so on. All of which is busy work for the extraterrestrials and the dark spirits who prey on both human and extraterrestrials. It is sport for them. They greatly enjoy when people squirm. It is who they are. It is a level of depravity at the very greatest extremes. When you see a human committing atrocities, it is only because their dark influences have made them do this. It is showing its hand, the dark influence, when this occurs. So the signs are there to illuminate the very workings of things. And so we would propose that you engage with this a bit and try it for yourself. If you meditate, try reaching out to Creator and ask Creator to show you something. Ask to feel something new, be shown something new, to be given a sign that the divine realm is real, to help you solve a problem you face, or finally make a choice that might be unpleasant no matter what you do, but you need to act. You will get a response if you believe, and if you believe you are worthy. Most people at this point neither believe in the divine any longer sufficiently for us to have a dialogue nor do they believe they themselves are worthy of a divine intervention on their behalf. This is how badly things have gotten with the outside interlopers dragging everyone down. So we do not mean to totally discourage you here. We are simply explaining that this may not be quite as simple as it seems on its face. Many are not equipped any longer to receive divine help. This is why those who still stand strong and feel their spirituality within, who believe in a loving God and that God has a plan for them and will help them if they ask, are the only ones who can bring about change. We do not wish to discard anyone or reject anyone. You do this yourselves. You got yourself into this by believing the false stories, believing the disinformation, turning away from first religion, but then all other ways of connecting and communicating with the divine realm. 
If you go back to that and cultivate that connection, then your metaphysical pursuits will be empowered. Your reach will be greater than ever, and you will accomplish great things in all you do because you are truly reconnecting to the power center you belong with. This is a choice for you, and it is real. Well, there's just so many implications in this. Um, you know, this the word standing strong comes to, to mind. You know, a lot of people who engage in meditation um, probably don't, a lot of them don't believe in God. That's not true of all of them, but that's true of some for sure. Um, but yet they feel like engaging this practice is going to enhance and increase their personal power. And they probably don't have an awareness. If they don't believe in God, they're probably not believing in interlopers and negative dark spirits that are also working actively against them. So they, they really don't know what they're up against. And the standing strong part, you know, means that there's, there's an understanding that uh, these forces are right against you and you're going to persevere anyway. But um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of meat here to, to, to digest. Well, and this struggle has been ongoing all through human history, all through human history. And Creator has pointed out to us that the Bible is a whistleblowing document. It's a series of whistleblowers who came along and pointed to where the problems lie, what is truly happening with the world. It's all in there. It's using different terminology than most are used to. It's not a modern look at things because those weren't modern eras. They were very primitive states of uh, development and sophistication. But it all starts from the very beginning. Genesis talks about the Nephilim. Mm -hmm. These are the offspring of the giant Anunnaki race that came here to prey on humanity. It's, it's, a, it's an ancient language term, meaning giants from the sky or those who came down. And it is literally what it says. And those meanings have gotten lost through time because we're not supposed to know. Right. And that's, that's the problem all the way through, that prophets often get corrupted. And then a lot of dark things got into the Bible for that reason. It's not that the divine is hateful, judgmental, et cetera. It's that people can be, and then they mix that in and think God must be that way. And then it gets written down and passed on. But it, this is about darkness. The Bible's yeah. full of descriptions of the fallen angelics. In the next, and, uh, I'm sorry, in the, in the next um, segment, we're going to talk about protections. But one of the implications of this passage, you know, outlining all these dangers is that, well, Sounds like we need protection, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment. Yes, yeah, this is a key, a key element, and very, very important, because people are not watching out for themselves, not taking precautions in their life. That's what prayer is for, and that's why prayer has always been emphasized. Not that you can just pray for rain, or you know, pray for a gift from something, or some shiny new toy. It's there to protect you as well as help you and bring in all the beneficial things the divine can offer. But you must ask for them. If you do something in a general way, it's too vague for the most part. And they'll help you a little around the edges. But there must be belief, as we've mentioned. And this is why so many prayers don't seem to work. There's two major problems. One is it's done with too little faith. Mm -hmm. And it's done in a vague way, 
So it's hard for the divine realm to give you a deep solution of long-lasting benefit because the problems are often deep. They run back through millennia of involvement with the earth and its problems because we've been reincarnating here over and over and over and building up a lot of wounds along the way. Each lifetime has troubles and losses and tragedies. And the the olden days were, if anything, worse than today in that regard. People <laughs> yeah. people didn't live long. No. no. And they had lots of kids because most of them died before yes. they reached adulthood. You know, this is this is living with tragedy on a daily basis. And and all that left its mark. And sure. we're wounded. We're we're walking wounded. So a prayer is designed to help restore us, but we need to know how to go about it. We need more sophistication. And that's what we're here for, because we understand this. And this is one of the things I've been relentlessly probing with the divine realm through channeling. Why are things this way? And what do we do? How can we work our way out of this mess? Absolutely. And we have the tools now for the first time. And using the idea of meditation in a more prayerful way is the key. We need more prayer. We need, we need prayers to the Almighty to raise up humanity and raise up the interlopers. Heal them. Heal them first. And then they'll take their knee off our neck and we'll be able to heal more rapidly. And, and also the Lightworker Healing Protocol is a, an even more sophisticated and more comprehensive tool and approach for human betterment. And it also heals the interlopers each and every time it's applied. It's built in for that reason. It has the highest priority, in fact. If we don't heal the perpetrators, we're going to continue to be victimized. So it'll be a, a treadmill. Absolutely. Where we make you know one step forward and then we get one step back or two steps back if we get slammed. So it's just like having a bully that bothers you every day you go to school. <laughs> and you can come home with a you know a sore nose getting socked every day and get band-aids and maybe stitches once in a while and maybe uh, you get a broken bone in the bargain. Or you can heal the bully. Right. And then you everything know, stops. You don't need first aid. You know, yeah. you're you're safe. Absolutely. You know, I, I I meditated in the past. It's been fits and starts throughout my life. And one of the things I always wondered about was why does this have to be so boring? You know, that, the boredom was more excruciating than anything for me. Now, a lot of people meditate because they're stressful, stressful, of stress and anxiety. And when they meditate in that anxiety kind of recedes a little bit, that becomes a reward in itself. Yeah, I'm nice. I'm myself. I'm not a very stressful or anxious person. So when I meditate, I just experience pure boredom. And I think, wow, this is how can this be a divine path? I wondered about that. Well, I'm if there might be some interloper, you know, uh, propaganda involved with that as well to kind of sit you watch sit you're sitting there watching your you know these these human beings bored out of their mind and give well, some enjoyment of it. yeah and, and as you know we we do know lots about these things and we're always at risk and doing an outreach to the public like this forum and talking too much about that dark influence because it seems wild and wacky and delusional frankly i i get it you know, five, ten years ago even, I, I would have thought this was all nuts. But now I know that it is reality. It is true. And I see its workings very, very clearly. 
And the more you know about what can be done and what is in existence, the more of the world makes sense. Because you see the handiwork everywhere with people running around spouting slogans that they can't possibly truly believe in in their heart of hearts, but yet they do it. Yeah. And, and then you have people who see the world completely the opposite way. Well, what is that all about? How can people be totally on one side of something and, or totally on the other and never find a middle ground? That's not normal. It you know, really it's funny because I, I was in a conversation with somebody the other day. And they suddenly had to break off the conversation and go, I, I can't argue with you anymore. I have to protect my sanity. And I walked away from that. And, you know, I thought, you're not protecting your sanity. You're protecting your insanity. <laughs> because for the sanity, it doesn't need protection, you know. Well, there you go. That's a sign of the mind control that it makes people uncomfortable to hear an opposing view. And they're programmed to distrust people who offer them an oppositional perspective. Yes. And they run the other way. Yeah. It's sad. So the people who are open and capable of doing things like prayer are the future and they're our only hope. We need more people in the game dealing with the divine and working on behalf of humanity because most people won't do it. They're not in a condition to do so. And they're not open to the idea. Well, it's, it's a catch-22 because obviously, you know, Meditation can help to resolve stress, and yet if people are, you know, against taking advice that would help open up possibilities and enable them to do something really effective like we're hitting a protocol, that creates a problem. But we're here to work through it anyway. That's our mission, Carl. Well, you know, if we, we have in our prayer book a list of recommended prayers, and you can go through and say those prayers in about two, three minutes. It doesn't take long. So if you meditated... And then just open your eyes and read these prayers. You get something out of your life you weren't getting before if you have belief. So this isn't hard stuff. Right, right. And you don't have to start off with a lot of belief. You can ink. That's the whole point of inculcating a belief is that it builds over time as you begin to see results. Carl, we're on a break. We'll be right back after this with risks of meditation and necessary precautions. See you in a bit. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. 
Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Back for our final segment on meditation. Now we're going to talk about risks of meditation and necessary precautions. Carl, you asked creator, can you help us understand in what ways tuning into our own subconscious to meditate or seek higher awareness can get us into trouble? All right. This is an important aspect of this. And it's true of all of life. We can come a cropper. We can make mistakes. We can have accidents happen. And especially with lack of planning or lack of understanding and we're getting in over our head. So this is what Creator says about the active or the process of meditation with regard to risks. All of the tools used by humans to help them connect to the deeper levels of the subconscious are gateways to the higher realms as well. So we would not wish to take away any useful means through which people can connect with the divine. At the same time, it is important to recognize that the subconscious is the playground of the hidden forces working against humanity. Humans have been partially disconnected from the deep subconscious, and this allows the extraterrestrials to talk with each person and work with their mind directly to program them, to fill them with this information, to give them false suggestions, false interpretations of even events in the news that have been reported and on and on. This body of false teachings then is incorporated into beliefs by the person themselves. This is the insidious nature of the manipulation going on. The subliminal messages bombarding humans through all of the electronic media are yet another means to impart information subconsciously, and this is aided with other technologies a nanotechnology of multiple types to transduce signals into information directly into the mind to bypass the ability to ponder and reason. This accomplishes the goal of having people who are in effect more robotic in some ways than normal because they are pre-programmed with beliefs and knowledge that is false. So this is the backdrop, and you are on track here in wanting to understand and to safeguard your own mind and keep the manipulation at a distance. This can be done through divine help, and is the best and most effective way to do so. If you work on your own, you will be on your own. And when you meditate, what you are doing is creating, in effect, a vacuum, and that will want to be filled. It might be filled by your own subconscious, bringing to you pre-programmed information and disinformation as well. It might be filled by the divine. If you reach out to the divine with a request as you meditate, this is your choice. You will receive what it is you are requesting. If you direct your thoughts outward in meditation to commune with the planet or with broader consciousness, but ill-defined, You will get whatever source of control is monitoring things and will use that opportunity to swoop in and engage with you and then begin a process of hand-holding that will likely never stop. So there we go. You are opening yourself to trouble. Things will happen. And we've, we've been told this multiple times by a creator. When you reach out with your mind, Something or someone will always answer you. 
you may not hear a reply, but you will get one. And if it's divine, it might be slow in working something behind the scenes to make something happen you're desiring on a request, for example. But something will be set in motion by the divine in answer. And the same is true of an interloper. And they'll be more actively willing to engage and interact more visibly, more strongly. And And appear divine in the process. And they're very good at it. Very, very good at it. Uh, Carl, you asked creator, a viewer asks, I always believe prayer and meditation are quite similar. However, since I've been listening to you and following and since I've been listening to you, the following into, uh, initiative sorry, strikes me as something perhaps not so good or liable to be misused. Any teacher with a K-12 through classroom can gain free access to a leading app for meditation and sleep. Sounds good, right? Teachers will get unlimited access to guided meditations and mindfulness exercises, including programs tailored for age groups, from pre-kindergarten through high school. Now, the pre-kindergarten makes me a little uncomfortable. The goal of this initiative is to provide teachers with the tools and resources they need to help kids who develop a lifelong capacity for greater self-awareness, concentration, patience, and resilience. What are the benefits and risks of this practice? Because I think they're both present. And Creator tells us, unfortunately, the risks far outweigh any benefits. As you know, meditation in and, itself, in and of itself has some value as a way to de-stress by calming the mind for a time and standing down and choosing to not think or focus on the struggles of the day and allow one to have some peace and calm and quiet. And this can help restore a person by giving them a rest period. That is a far cry from true self-improvement. It is more like a return to a neutral baseline so people can have a state of calm within to engage in the next task. So it is sort of like hitting a reset button in a sense of providing a return to calmer state of mind to begin anew. But that is hardly an achievement and a way to create lifelong benefit through any kind of meaningful strengthening or self-improvement in a tangible, demonstrable way. It is simply a belief that has crept into human awareness because of disinformation promoting this as a new age approach to betterment and because it is essentially a secular exercise, even when done by a, quote, spiritual person, unquote, with a spiritual purpose in mind. It will do no such thing if it does not involve a specific outreach by the mind of the practitioner seeking out a divine figure to commune with to make a connection of some kind and perhaps to request guidance, information, support, or healing during the interval taken for the meditation exercise. In the absence of a deliberate, specific spiritual outreach, this leaves a vacuum and the divine realm must simply stand by and watch what unfolds. We have told you before that any outreach beyond the self wanting something to happen will be met with a reply and an answer from the beyond. But that is largely provided by dark entities of all kinds who watch for opportunities of this kind and will use it as a way in, a way to gain an entrance into the person's consciousness and physical energy field. And then things will worsen from there because once a toehold is established, they will take up residence and then begin to manipulate their host 
and eventually cause a worsening of things and even a tragic consequence. To have the educational system outfitting naive, innocent young minds with the tool of self-destruction in this way is quite disheartening and so typical of the strict adherence to secular practice and the shunning of anything spiritual in the school setting. This is a well-meaning perspective that was important in its day, given the past history of state-influenced church institutions and the problems they caused the populace. But to use separation of church and state and the problems they caused, but to use separation of church and state as a way to deny any belief in a higher power and to ban any mention or possibility of exercising a spiritual lesson or theme in a school setting is taking things to an extreme of causing a worse outcome than the possibility of being unfair to some faiths by using others as examples or as a focus whenever the idea of spirituality might be brought up in a classroom for teaching purposes. But those issues can be handled just as carefully as seeing to their exclusion. There are many ecumenical approaches that can be even-handed to recognize all major faiths as having common central ideas and benefits without shunning the very idea of faith as though it is tainted and will be damaging. This is the wrong message to give the young and is quite sinister in its origins and its consequences. So this meditation approach in the absence of any spiritual protection is a gross negligence of the first order and will incur significant karmic penalties for all who promote and facilitate this practice. That is not a small warning, not at all. Um, Well, I, I can tell you the young are very, very vulnerable. Their minds are very active. They're programmed from the get-go by creator to seek knowledge and soak everything in. And when they're doing this on their own with no real guidance and with no precautions to safeguard them, watch over them, exclude anything negative from intruding on them. This is something a teacher could say a simple prayer for and it would be done. Right. You don't have to even get the kids praying for their safety if you don't want to freak them out. <laughs> you know, but you know, it depends on the age, of course. And, of course, in this day and age, you may not want to broadcast that you're doing the prayer, but do the prayer is what you're saying. That, that's really right. a good insight there. Well, let's do this last one because it helps with the pointers. Gotcha. All right. You asked, Creator, how can meditation be protected and privacy maintained to prevent outside interference? All right. And Creator says, the warnings about any kind of intuitive outreach, including meditation, We're intended to drive home the message to always do so in a way that provides the greatest clarity. If you want to talk to God, speak to God. Ask God to come forth. And before you launch your request, ask for divine protection to keep the conversation protected and held sacred and shield it from outside listening or interference. If you start your session this way, it will greatly increase the chance you will not have your communication intercepted and then receive an undesired response that can get you into trouble with an imposter. Safety first is always a good motto and applies to meditation and other spiritual practices. This is no less true of prayer, that it should start with a direct outreach to the Almighty that confers automatic protection in and of itself. 
If you go directly to creator to have a dialogue, the communication will be in confidence and shielded from outside listening and any kind of interference. It is when one reaches out in a more vague way that anyone can step in and make themselves the focus of the conversation. And this is how people get off track and end up being harmed. Prayer works and is safe because it typically begins with such an outreach using the words, dear Lord, or almighty God, and then continuing with a request of some kind. That immediately brings divine shielding to the interchange. So that is a far better way to meditate. To meditate with the Almighty there to convey things to you. Hear what you wish to see and have happen so a plan can be made to answer your request directly or indirectly over time as most appropriate for what is desired to happen. All right, if you try this, you will be rewarded. The usual caveats we've discussed apply, but it's up to you. Cultivate faith, trust, be open, and Watch and wait. See what happens. And don't try to force things. Just relax. Let go. That's the key. And let the divine do its thing. If you're open and trusting, they'll show up. They'll be able to give you some kind of a sense something has happened. And it might be that a solution to something you're working on pops into your mind. And there will be many demonstrations like that. Believe me. So when I go and look for things, I get very detailed, very profound information, depending on what I'm looking for. And that is the Almighty speaking to me with an answer to a direct request. So the same can happen to whatever degree you're capable of mounting, and that will vary. But you need to start somewhere. Why ignore this entire avenue for self-improvement? Absolutely. It's there. Yes. Pray first. We like to use source creator here to get wisdom, but whatever you're comfortable with certainly works. But do that outreach. Carl, we're out of time. Be sure to visit us at getwisdom.com. Uh, get the prayer book, as we've mentioned a couple times in this uh, series. Uh, you can also check out the Lightworking Protocol that we mentioned at getwisdom.com slash LHP. And we'll look forward to seeing you for more Get Wisdom next week. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, Brian. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 